Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Do you have that cup of coffee or juice or that big glass of water? Well, let's talk about what this show is all about today. We're going to have a conversation on a show entitled Stress Less and Family Matters. And joining me this morning is my colleague and dear friend, Sharon Weinstein. Sharon Weinstein is Chief Executive Officer of SMW Group LLC and President Founder of the Global Education Development Institute. She specializes in workforce-related issues, including service excellence, outcomes, and stress management. Sharon completed her nursing education at Pennsylvania Hospital, followed by undergraduate and graduate degrees in business and health care administration in Florida and Texas. She also holds the coveted Certified Speaking Professional designation, the highest earned international recognition for professional speakers. This makes her one of only 17% of all speakers to hold this designation and one of three fellows of the American Academy of Nursing with this credential. So this is not Sharon's first time on this show because she did come on several years ago discussing B is for balance. And so, Sharon, I want to just welcome you back to the show, and then let's just talk about what's happening right now. You know, the Great. Uh, Thank you coronavirus, so much. Just, just, it's just a pleasure to have you on the show because I know you're talking about stress management all over the place. And, folks, Sharon is an international speaker. So, Sharon, given, you know, all of the restrictions that we're presented with, Concerning the prevention of the coronavirus, COVID-19, let's talk about what can individuals do to stress less? Just how might they be feeling right now? I think, Bernice, that more than anything else, people are feeling alone. Even those people who are not alone, alone in their own space, because they have no family members nearby, because people are waving to them through windows, 
because their only outlet is to go out to their balcony or their backyard if they happen to have one. Many of us do not. But I think they're really feeling alone. You know, coronavirus has given us a new appreciation for our spaces. And even at home, while many of us are fortunate to have a designated home office or even a dining room table, others are not. While others have a designated play space for their kids that can be converted into a mini schoolroom, others do not. Others have their kids in the living room, in the dining room, in the kitchen, at the kitchen table. At the same time that they're trying to prepare meals for their family, they have kids trying to do homework, playing board games, or fighting with one another. So space becomes a major commodity, and not all of us have it. It's a real challenge. So I think today the biggest problem that we face is being alone, even when we're together, maintaining that social distance, and the fear of what's on the horizon. Well, the fear is definitely there. And for some, we have who don't even think that it's real. I mean, just look at the kids that were out on the beaches. But they returned home. Appalling. (laughs) I know. I know. It's appalling. All of those kids have parents and grandparents. What do they not understand? What don't they get? Look at the people here in our area around the Tidal Basin. Yes, those cherry blossoms are fantastic. They're beautiful. But you can also look at them online. You don't need to physically be there. The fact that there were three elderly people from a nursing home who came out to see them because they've done it every single year, and the 91-year-old was the driver because the metro was closed at that station, and they stood close to one another with no gloves and no masks, I I find it unbelievable. People don't understand the danger. They don't get it. So, Sharon, how what do we what do we need to do? First of all, we we need to we we need to first and foremost respect the concept of social distancing. You and I have worked in places, Bernice, where there was no such thing as social distancing. People were in your face. That was their culture. In our country, that is not the culture. People provide at least a couple of feet of space between themselves. What's the difference between two feet and six feet? Not that much. So respect that concept of social distancing and do not hover over people. When you're at home, create a designated workspace. When you're in your home office, if that's what you call it, That's the time to work, to respond to calls, to complete your electronic banking, to update your social media, maybe to reply to mail. But when you're finished, walk away from it. Walk away from that computer. Turn off that TV. Set aside specific times for checking messages and then reward yourself with some personal time, maybe just to take a deep breath or to relax. A lot of people are teleworking, people who have never teleworked before, people who have done it forever Love the freedom of working in casual clothing or not even getting out of your PJs. But you have to be responsible for your own efficiency, effectiveness, and efforts. So if you're supposed to be finishing something, get that project done and then put it away. But set a schedule to plan your work at home and then work according to your plan, allowing time for family and for others in your life and in your space. It's more difficult if you live alone and work alone. It's more challenging. That feeling of loneliness really gets to us. But it's important to schedule time for yourself. 
that's when you schedule time for perhaps a warm bath, for a relaxing spa day of your own in your own bathroom. You don't need to go somewhere else to do that. You have to think about, I think, mastering priorities. And you may be in, meaning in your home or in your space for quite some time. We don't have a playlist. Hundreds of thousands of moms and dads and grandparents are forced to balance homeschooling with their day-to-day work responsibilities or just with life in general. And we know that life is a balancing act now more than ever before. So all of us need that downtime. We need to take the time in our day to appreciate life, to be grateful, and to be kind even to ourselves. That's probably more important than anything else. You are so right. You're so right. But let's say we have individuals. I mean, they are so scared. You mentioned fear. What can they do? You know, it's interesting. Um, The current pandemic has certainly played a key role in creating that fear. Unfortunately, the media has escalated that fear. We know that our time is not our own. It's everyone's, and while we have to multitask and assume roles that seem insurmountable given the number of hours in a day, performance and mindset suffer. And when mindset suffers, that's where fear, you know, closes in. Because we hear about stress every day. It affects our minds and our bodies, but now more than ever before, we need to become the best version of ourselves. We need to recognize the need for help if we're anxious, if we're upset, Use telehealth to connect with your primary health care provider or with someone who is a therapist. We need to know how to seek help. We need to know how to communicate the need and to become resilient. We have to tip the scales in our favor. Our free time is nominal, but now we have so much free time. What are we doing with ourselves? Are we so overconnected to the bad news out there and to the negativity that we can't find positivity even in a single day. So I think it's important now more than ever before to find that balance, to find focus. For one day, notice how often you're not focusing on what you're doing. If you're on a phone call, are you on that call and listening with intention, or are you straightening the clutter or decontaminating your surface or wiping something else down with Clorox? Before you make a call or you keep an appointment, are you saying to yourself, I'm going to give this my full attention? Even if you're not working eight-hour days or 10-hour days or 12-hour days, do what you need to do in the time allotted. Track that time and then take time for yourself. And also continually be aware of the fact that while you feel lonely and you fear and you're nervous and you're anxious and you're stressed, think about the first-line responders who are out there 24-7 365 who don't have the option of staying home, many of whom have come back early from maternity leave or are living in the basements or garages of their homes in order to not contaminate their own families. Think about all of those people and what they're doing to help us to stay well. You know, you have to realize that this is something for which we were totally unprepared and it has shifted the paradigm beyond what we might have even imagined. So now is the best time to follow the rules. We're all familiar with that kid's game, Simon says, and if Simon doesn't say it, you don't do it. So whoever Simon may be, and in this case, Simon is the CDC. It's Dr. Fauci. If the recommendations call for distancing, do it. 
because now is the time to be safe and to stay safe. For those of you who are out of work, again, not by choice and struggling with what to do to maintain a sense of calm, know that no one knows you better than you. Work that to your advantage. Become a master of efficiency, even if it's only cleaning the counters and the surfaces in your home. Identify those areas of life that are most important for your well-being and balance and integrate them within your lifestyle. Know your limits. Again, treat yourself with kindness. Turn off the TV because it creates panic and everyone is eligible. Hoarding, disrespect, economic downfall, numbers are not good. Relax. Take a deep breath. Make sure that you hydrate yourself with water every single day. Make sure that you're getting that six to eight hours of sleep. Reward yourself with a short 15 to 30-minute nap. It's okay to meditate. It's okay to put in those earplugs and just listen to calming music. This is the time to start a journal, to have something that you'll leave for your kids and your grandkids about what happened during the pandemic of 2020. Exercise in place. Yes, the gym is closed, but why can't you exercise using the kitchen counter and do those stretches? Get your body moving. Use small weights if you have them, and if you don't have a one-pound weight, use a can of soup. Everybody has some sort of canned good in their cupboard at this time. Use your balcony or your outdoor space as it's available to you and take advantage of what you have. But more than anything else, Bernice, appreciate mm-hmm. what you have, appreciate your good health, and take care of yourself by following that six-foot rule. Sharon, thank you so much for these wonderful tips. And you know what? I just hope everyone will adhere to some of your recommendations. And, Sharon, I just love just talking to you. And let's keep the conversation going, those of you who are online and listening today. Well, I want everyone to have just a wonderful day and You'll hear from me some more this week. Take care. Thank you, Sharon. Bye-bye. Thank you, Bernice. Bye-bye. 